This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. It's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famer Mike Vendee's joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weight. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker, deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show, presented by Helena Accommodations. The in-town five-star extended stay residences. Visit HelenaAccommodations.com. Broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave, here's Jason Walker. Yo, happy Thursday, Jason Walker Show. You know, every day we do On This Day in History, and this is going to be yesterday and today, especially today, one of those days we will always remember. Jason Walker Show inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave, presented by Helena Accommodations. Check them out, HelenaAccommodations.com. All right, we got a huge lineup today. We are going to talk to NAIA President Jim Carr. We're going to talk to Rochelle Sayers, Carroll College basketball coach. Lindsey Woolley, women's basketball coach at UM Western. Nick McCarville, former Capital Brew and tennis star, now doing great work with tennis and uh, figure skating reporting. He will join us coming up. Um, of course, all the news coming out today that literally sports as we know it have come to an end. And there's no other way to say it. Like I said, we're going to remember this day in history. It's like, and I, I'm not saying this lightly, it's like 9-11. It's just one of those days we'll never forget. For obviously different reasons. But I don't want you freaking out about that. Jason compared today to, no, I didn't. So, um, NAI canceling. Everything. NCAA canceling everything from today through the end of spring sports. Colleges and universities, kids are being told to go home, stay home if they're on spring break. They're going to do online classes, and Montana University system uh, is going to go online only, I think, starting Monday um, or the week after. The, the Big Sky Conference, I, like every everything is canceled. There's nothing. Okay, Major League Baseball, suspended. NHL season, suspended. NBA season, suspended. MLS season, suspended. The One of the few things still going on, MHSA is still playing their basketball tournaments in four cities across the state of Montana. From Missoula to Butte to Bozeman to Billings, MHSA said, hey, there's no cases in Montana, or is there? Or is there? Um, I went to bed last night, and more on that in a second, by the way. Not my, me in bed. Well, unless you want to hear it. But I was um, 
I, I, 10, 11 o'clock at night, was told that Providence Healthcare wasn't going to allow Providence men and women or Providence hockey teams. This was last night before anything got canceled. They weren't going to allow to go into the national tournaments. It's a moot point now, but think about that. We're going to ask Jim Carr, the president of the NAI, uh, about that here in a second when he joins us. But you're going to remember this day. And it's weird because I talked to a guy, I dropped some stuff off at uh, Goodwill or, or Salvation Army, one of the two, about four or five years ago. And the guy at the door that took the donation said, he asked what I did, and I told him. He goes, sports as we know it will not exist the way we know it in five to ten years. And I'm like, (laughs) you're full of it. But what are we going to watch for the next two months? There's nothing. It is absolutely stunning, the developments from today and yesterday. This is the the fastest 36-plus hours that I've ever seen in my life. It is amazing how fast this this these last two days have, have gone. From Rudy Gobert testing positive to the entire sports world shutting down. Um, unbelievable. And I go back to my point that Montana High School Association is allowing the tournaments, the State AA in Bozeman, the State A in, in Billings, B in Butte, C in Missoula, boys and girls combines, both, all eight tournaments, to go on as if nothing happened. Now, I understand that there hasn't been a confirmed case in Montana. What if a family member, let's say from, oh, I don't know, Washington, from the Seattle area, has come to watch a nephew, a niece, a, a granddaughter, whatever, come to watch a family member play at a basketball tournament. And MHSA took that chance and said, I'm working on getting confirmation of a confirmed case of coronavirus in the state of Montana. Working on that confirmation as we speak. But Billings, no national tournament next week. Kansas City, the state, the city of Kansas City is on a state of emergency lockdown, basically. Big Sky Conference in the middle of it. I mean, the one game left for the women tomorrow at 1 o'clock in the championship, gone. Bobcat men and Grizz men didn't even get a chance to play today in the quarters. And I think they're making the right call. Do I think we're overreacting? Yes. Would I have rather MHSA canceled the state tournaments? Yes. And here's why. Because would you, from 10 years from now, do you want to look back on this day in history, March the 12th, 2020, and say, man, 
the United States really overreacted? Or do you want to look back on this day in history and go, man, what did we do wrong? That's my question. I think it's an overreaction. Exactly. Rather be safe than sorry. If you're watching on Facebook, we can read comments. Podbean, Network One Sports, Twitter, YouTube. You can get a hold of us a multitude of ways. Give me your thoughts on on the last two days in the world of sports. Yes, you'd rather be safe than sorry. And I understand there's a lot of great basketball that's going to be missed. I get that. But again, do you want to be, for instance, MHSA not canceling tournaments, and and God forbid somebody in Butte, Bozeman, Missoula, or Billings gets sick with coronavirus because somebody brought it in. Do you want to be that organization or that person? I, I, it's a it's a it's a it's a logical question to ask. Okay. I just, I, I don't understand it. Why MHSA is still allowing basketball to happen. Uh, Rochelle Sayers uh, issued a statement. We were going to have her on. Um, issued a statement that said uh, something. That <laughs> I can't find it now. Basically, she said that it, it's a bummer um, for those, especially those seniors that, you know, you look at just at Carroll College, and there's seniors all over. I get this. You know, Emerald Toth, Taylor Salone, and Dane Warp. They're, they're not going to get a chance to walk off the court a final time. It's just, it's, it's, it, it's sad. But we knew this was going to be, be happening. Once the NCAA started doing stuff yesterday, you know the NAI was going to do it. And speaking of the NAI canceling its tournaments, let's get right to... Uh, our first guest joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. He is the president of the NAIA. Not an easy job to have the last uh, few weeks. His name is Jim Carr, and he joins us now on the Jason Walker Show. All right, so obviously things change rapidly overnight, and the decision by the NAIA to this morning cancel all winter activities, including the two NAIA uh, Division One tournaments for next week, the current D2 tournaments going on this week, Take me through the process. Yeah, so um, you know we we were in a a process much like our counterparts at the NCA or in you know, conference events and then JCA, and we were in you know discussions with all of them, and also trying to take advantage of the best um, information we had from various health sources. I mean, obviously, we can get information from. World Health Organization and the CDC, those are not folks that we have access to to you know, talk on a regular basis, mm-hmm. so just trying to, to gauge all of those. And then really relying on health experts in the locations where our events were around the country. And so as, we, as we've been doing that over the last several weeks, um, you know, our, our intention was to proceed through our winter championships as usual, the extent that we could with fans and, and have those play out and it looked like for a while that that was certainly possible and, and in some cases probable. And then as uh, the coronavirus started to spread, 
more throughout the United States, and you know, cases were popping up here and there. We still felt like we were in pretty good position, to, and we, we had some. Um, uh, well, we had swimming and diving, indoor track and field that we got through those. <clears throat> and then as the next round started with uh, men's and women's basketball, we were also scheduled to have cheer and dance and um, women's wrestling this weekend. You know, we, we started to to hear things that made us question whether we should allow fans there just for general health and safety. But that, as of so as of last night, you know, we had two the two basketball tournaments underway, and then the other two. Pretty much all of our participants were in the locations, but the events had not started. And so, um, again, in consultation with the various folks that I mentioned, um, it became a general consensus that athletic events should start limiting um, fans at their events. The NCAA made an announcement. Others were starting to, to go that direction. So we decided that, that was best for us as well. We did. Um, our hope was that we, since everyone was already at the locations that I mentioned uh, that were either underway or about to start. Our our first thought was we could allow those to continue on to their completion. But as South Dakota then had a, a ban around no more than 150 people at a, at a public gathering, we realized that that was likely the way all states were going to go where there was any sign of coronavirus. And so we went to a, a restriction of fans. And then today, um, you know, after the NBA canceled their season and others began to, to move in that direction, we we made a decision that we didn't think we were in a position to, to get through those championships without having to cancel because of state restrictions and other things. And so we decided for the health and safety of our student-athletes and for practical reasons that we needed to, to cancel all events. So that, that's that's a long-winded answer, but that's kind of the prog- progression that we, that we went through. And it was with a lot of hand-wringing and heart-wrenching, and I kept saying we're also at the same time trying to decide whether to have our annual convention here in town in a few weeks. And But that would that will be sad, I think, when we have to cancel that. But you know, that's not a once-in-a-lifetime thing where people at our schools are saying, man, I, I missed out on this chance, but once-in-a-lifetime chance to attend any convention. But for these student-athletes, I mean, this is, this is canceling something that they've worked long and hard for and a dream of theirs to go compete for a national championship. And so it's with heavy heart and sadness that we, that we do that. NAIA President and CEO Jim Carr, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. Had you heard from any teams that were coming for, the, for Billings or Kansas City that were thinking, you know, we're not going to come? Or, or or had you heard of anything like that yet? Well, I, I keep sort of putting in the context of some of the events that we already had underway. And, you know, the two that you mentioned start, we're scheduled to start next Wednesday. So at our Current events, we had we had not had any teams who said they weren't going to be there. We did have three institutions in our cheer and dance competition that was scheduled to start tomorrow. Um, they indicated that they were going to bring their teams home because those particular schools they were closing their schools for the semester and just thought they needed to bring those teams home. So, it, so that and an indication that we had some a few student athletes. I won't name the schools, but a few student athletes at schools where their teams qualified for either the men's or the women's championship to start next week. And with those positive cases, we we were led to believe they were certainly considering whether to allow their teams to come. And then as, as things continue to, to scale up like they are, and as they have been in the last couple of days, I would, we were anticipating that we would hear from some teams saying they just didn't feel it was safe to send their student athletes either to Billings or to, or to Kansas City. But no one had officially told us that. 
what's the forecast for the spring? Because I know you have to start looking at that now. Yeah, it's um, it's it's all over the map right now. You know, we we we've been, as you might imagine, having meetings here with our staff, and we have one team that's charged with um, sending out a message to all of our schools and asking them to to send into a certain location within our system what their plans are for the spring. Um, you know, they're, we could see, I think we've already seen, I don't have the, the current number in front of me, but um, there's probably somewhere between 10 to 20% of our institutions who have um, announced they're going completely online for the spring semester. And what we don't know, we haven't asked them directly to tell us is whether that means they're canceling athletics for the, the few that I've talked with they are canceling athletics as part of that. So if that number continues to grow, it certainly brings into questions whether we'll have enough schools to, to hold spring championships. And then of course, just the question of are things going to have changed in a way, you know, it's only pretty much less than well, right around two to two and a half months away. Um, and so we don't know, is it going to be worse than it is now? Is it going to be better? Right. So the, the, in terms of running the championship, but then even if we can do that, if, a significant number of schools have canceled their spring sports programs, then that would be another factor that would, would go into that. Is there any, and I'm, I'm sure the answer is no, but is there any thought of maybe just postponing these winter tournaments and then doing them in a, in a couple of months, or is that just not feasible? You know, I, that that is something I would love to do, but it's, it's really hard to find the path to that for some of the same reasons I just mentioned about our spring championships. Sure. We, um, you know, you've been to our tournament here in Kansas City, and um, I think we've talked before, you've been to the, you know, the one in Billings, and you've been to other NEI events. It takes months and months of preparation to get those events in place. And so now to ask a host, even if we, we could do it here in, in Kansas City, potentially, and you know, bring a lot of people into one location, trying to get all those things in place when, at the moment anyway, you know, there's a state of emergency in Kansas City and no more than a thousand people can be in any one location. Every indication is that number's going to come down. And so trying to get people mobilized to, to plan for a big event when that's the backdrop, it, it's, I think it's going right. to be tough. Plus, you're getting our schools to commit to do that if they, um, you know, some of those schools that qualified are some of the same schools that have already announced they're, they're suspending their athletics program. So sure. what does it do to those schools? So I, I don't want to say 100% no, but it's just they're, they're, the path is hard to, hard to figure out. A couple of final questions for NAI President Jim Carr joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. So this is an especially tough year because it was the last year of the current format in Kansas City right. and in Billings, plus the women's tournament is celebrating or was its 40th year on the D1 side. I mean, this is I, – I don't want to take this lightly, but – this isn't a bad year to have this all happen. Right. It's like a, I don't know, um, just a bunch of things coming together in a really bad way. Yeah. You know, you know I, I've been at the NEI, I think you know, Jason, for 21 years, and mm-hmm. I've been a part of this 32-team you know, men's and women's tournament, but the one here in Kansas City is the men's tournament, and it goes back to 1937. Actually, there's eight teams in 1937, and 32 teams started in 1938. So we've been 80-plus years with the same format, and – so this was going to be the last chance to kind of celebrate that. And, uh, you know, I'm, even though I support the decision to move to a different format, we talked about it last year when you're in Kansas City, it's with heavy hearts that we do that. And so now to not be able to have that last tournament and then you think about Billings and the 40th 
of the women's plus, you know, we're, we're moving out of Billings right after this year. And so we don't get a chance to thank all the great people out there who put on a great tournament for these last several years. And so it's, yeah, you're right. It's a, it's a tough confluence of, of things coming together. So obviously the answer is probably going to be there's no national champions for 2020. When you look at record books moving forward from here on out, I mean, is there an asterisk, asterisk to the, the, the winter sports seasons and possibly the, the spring sports seasons as well? I imagine so, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll consult with our councils and different things. I don't, I can't imagine that our members are going to be comfortable declaring a national champion based on our right. rankings and would be, would be going back, you know, to football from 25 years ago when they used to <laughs> do that before they made, you know, based on NAI, we have a playoff and right. certainly most other levels. But so I, I, I don't know if I'm an asterisk, but I, that's probably kind of the concept that it's likely to be there. This is just a tough deal because, you know, there's, I mean, everybody's canceling. And, and I equate this on a somewhat level to 9-11 where the entire country just shut down for, you know, uh, for, for days and weeks. And this is, you know, sports is shutting down now across the country from the pros to the high school tournaments. I mean, this is not something we've ever seen anything like this before. How right. do we move on? Yeah, you know, for those of us who love sports, um, it's tough. I mean, I, you know, I'm, I, all of us in the business work hard during March, but man, we love it because you know, we, you know, go a day without going through watching watching a great basketball game on TV or in person, and mm-hmm. um, so it's a big hole in in this country and the fabric of the country. Not to mention, you know, NBA, and I think I saw something go across my screen that says was foreseeable future of Major League Baseball has suspended their season. Yeah. So it's just, you know, it just kind of keeps going on and on. Um, it's, it's a different different world out there. I mean, it's, it's, it's tough. And I, you know, my, my hope is, again, that maybe this is overblown and that it's not as bad as people think. But at this point, we got to trust the health officials and they're, uh, they're saying, you know, some of the things that worked in Italy and China may work here if we take it really seriously. So we're trying to be a part of that. Well, I know you're a busy guy. I, uh, I appreciate the time. Um, and man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss you in Kansas City and uh, Billings probably as well. But, uh, you know, it's a tough decision. And like I told you before we started talking, there's nobody's shoes that I'd rather be in in my own right now. I don't envy you. I don't envy anybody that has to be in the decision making process right now. And I, but I, you know, I, I can't disagree with and I won't disagree with the, the, the decision is it's in the best interest of everyone. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. And I, you know, I've been a long time, but I was in the shoes of student athletes way back when, and I, I know how disappointed I would have been if I was told either during my event or right before my event it, it was canceled that you know competing for a national championship. So man, I just shut the off for those folks. But I do feel like we made the right decision, and um, you know, we try to operate around here. Once we've made the decision, now it's about trying to trying to make the best situation possible given that decision. So we're going to keep moving forward, and our main goal is to to help our schools so that they can help their own student-athletes, and so we'll continue to try to do that. He is the NAIA president. His name is Jim Carr, and he uh, joins us on the Jason Walker Show. Appreciate it, sir, and uh, we'll talk down the road about some positive things. Absolutely. Thanks, Jason. Appreciate it. Jim Carr joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline, as do all of our guests uh, each and every day here on the Jason Walker Show. So there you have it. Um, It's just, And since I talked to, to Mr. Carr, 
you know, the spring seasons have been canceled in the NAI and NCAA and well, NCAA for sure. That inc- and it's not just basketball that we're losing here, people. Let's let's remember this. The NCAA ski championships just down the road in Bozeman canceled today. It, it's it, it's it, it just is amazing. It, it really is. Um, as it keeps just things keep getting canceled. I don't know what else there is except the Montana High School Association basketball state championships still going on down there uh, in Bozeman and Butte and Missoula and also Billings. Uh, just got this message from Zacchaeus Darko Kelly's uh, mom, Melissa. A quote, I am heartsick for my son and his teammates. There are three deserving seniors on the Argos men's basketball team that have never been to the tournament and the awesome experience is now a not a possibility for them. I recognize that Z has been there twice, and he's been so very fortunate. I also know that the health and safety of the student-athletes is paramount. I get that the situation is bigger than basketball and the tournament. It is still disappointing, end quote. I, I couldn't have said that any better, um, Melissa. It's It's true, and it's just... I don't know what we do, uh, where we go from here, but uh, we'll try. In fact, when we return here on the Jason Walker Show, we're going to check in. Uh, Nick McCarville will still join us, uh, by the way. He'll join us in about 20 minutes and uh, get a national perspective and worldwide perspective. He covers tennis. He covers figure skating. He's a former Capital Bruin tennis player. and um, It's interesting to get his thoughts. He's in uh, Indian Wells where there was supposed to be a major, major tennis tournament. It's his almost... Almost Grand Slam, not quite, um, but that was canceled. So uh, we will talk to Nick coming up. Also, like I said, when we return next, the defending national champion on the women's side, UM Western, will not have a chance now to defend its title. We'll talk to the head coach, Lindsey Woolley, when we return here. Jason Walker Show, presented by Helena Accommodations. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings... Or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one? It feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Spring is fast approaching and summer is just around the corner. So now is the time to get those windows tinted at Auto Concepts as the sun starts to heat up. Tinting is the best way to keep the sun out of your little one's eyes driving down the road. Plus, it just looks cool. Auto Concepts is your exclusive 3M dealer for tinting as well as the best clear bras in town. Auto Concepts clear bras will not fade or yellow over time. And don't forget about suspension lifts and power steps for your rig too. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com or check them out on Facebook. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Everyone knows about Dinners Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinners Done Right Grab and Go Salad Bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinners Done Right for the soup. Salad and Nacho Bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. 
Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Everyone knows about Dinners Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinners Done Right Grab and Go Salad Bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinners Done Right for the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rucker's Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rucker's, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rucker's Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Jason Walker Show rolling on on a Thursday, presented by Helena Accommodations. They just completed their 100th five-star rating consecutively. That's impressive. Dorme Bene Sleep Well, the extended stay environment, is uh, has created terrific referral and repeat business. So much so that Helen Accommodations is looking to expand. If you are a real estate owner and have a terrific property, especially a fourplex, duplex work, single family as well, get a hold of James Yount, 422-6702 at Helen Accommodations, and have a discussion as a, about joining Helen Accommodations as an affiliate extended stay provider. Call James, 422-6702. Door may bene, sleep well. All right, so we uh, just heard from NAIA President Jim Carr about all the cancellations. And it's so weird to watch my, my Twitter timeline because you've got on one side, on TweetDeck, uh, all the national stuff that's canceled and updates and this and that. And then follow the hashtag MT scores, and we're still, watching, we're still watching scores from MHSA tournaments. So crazy. Well, we know that the NAI... Women's tournament will not take place, nor will anything, for that matter. Uh, but before we get to that, uh, the Cascade Conference. So the NCAA canceled its entire spring sports season. That in, and the GNAC, which is NCAA Division Two, canceled uh, baseball season as well. They had to because the NCAA, the general ruling body, did it. The NAIA is not going to be far behind. Uh, we do have... Cascade Conference announcing the suspension of spring competition until the end of March. That includes softball, men's and women's golf, track and field, baseball as well. So right now on a two-week hiatus. 
uh, task force has been put in place to continue to monitor this situation. This involves Carroll, Providence Softball, just the start. Uh, Carroll, Providence, Tech, Golf, um, and then all the track and field teams as well. Not just Cascade, but Frontier. So this is the Cascade taking this notice, which involves the Carroll and Providence softball teams. We have not heard yet from the Frontier about its spring sports season, but you have to figure it's not going to happen. But the Frontier and all of its you know illustrious glory at times is sometimes behind making things happen. Uh, all right, so the NAI Women's Tournament will not take place, as we mentioned, in Billings, nor the Men's Tournament in Kansas City, nor literally anything. And to join us now here on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline to talk about it, the defending national champion coach of the UM Western Bulldog women. His name is Lindsey Wool, and he joins us, uh, joins us on the Jason Walker Show. All right, Coach, uh, first question your, what's your initial reaction as you found out, uh, you know, about 11 o'clock this morning that there wasn't going to be a tournament? Um, I think it was, I think it was a little bit of, sh- a little bit of shock. I mean, I, I thought, you know, you know, going to bed last night, it felt like it was probably going to happen and go through it. Although, you know, we practiced at six this morning and I visited our kids for practice and said, you know, just be ready. Something might happen. You know, we have a conference call at 11 and, and, you know, so when it finally did happen, a, a little bit of shock, but also some, um, you know, I, in, in my opinion, I think it was, I think it was the right call. I think it's always the right call when you place your, your student athletes in the, in the community welfare ahead of a game. That's yeah, absolutely. I think that's the general consensus uh, going on real quick. You're at the state C tournament. Are you surprised MHSA is still playing? I, I am. I, I am, especially, you know, with Wyoming, you know, kind of being similar to us in terms of reported cases and all out, deciding to cancel, but then Colorado's going on. So I, I think obviously it's, you know, the, the leadership of each, you know, institute or not institution, each, uh, you know, association to, to make their decisions. And that's what they've decided to go with. So as Lindsey Woolley joins us here, the head coach of Western, how, how bummed, and I mean, so, Easy question, but how bummed are the girls that don't get a chance to, to defend a national championship from a year ago? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's always the hard part, right? Because you, you know, kids, your kids work as hard as they do all year to to give themselves an opportunity to, to go out and, you know, in our case, defend a national championship, and everybody else to go out and try to win one. And uh, it's it's sad. It's heartbreaking. I think that the thing that I think is I struggle with the most, like, for, you know, we have one senior and for Savannah, there's no, she doesn't get that finality, right? Like, right. you know, we got beat in the semis of the conference tournament. You're like, Hey, you know, we're, we're going like, we're, we're probably international tournament. You know, we'll live to see another day. She doesn't get that finality. Um, and so that's, that's a bit heartbreaking for, for seniors. Um, and then obviously, you know, you hope that your younger kids can get some experience because that gives them just a little bit extra motivation, you know, as the summer months go to, to work hard and try to get back there. Lindsay Woolley, our guest here, Jason Walker show, head coach of uh, UM Western. Um, obviously, you know, this is a fluid situation, but have you ever seen anything like the last 36 hours that we've seen from the pros down to high school levels? I haven't, you know, I was, we were, we were talking about, you know, how the, how the state of state of the union last night talked about how you're suspending flights to the United States and, you know, 40 years on the surf. I've never, I've never heard of that, you know, and, and then you also think about 
all the we you know think about all the things that happened in your lifetime that were you know monumental like the Gulf War or nine eleven or Mount St Helens all those types of things like this is really the first one that's ever affected me right like as a, as someone that's in sports it's, it actually is affecting me I mean nine eleven was impactful for sure but it didn't really affect my day to day life that's right and you know for me as someone as a non military person that lives in Montana like we didn't see any changes, right? Like, so I think it's, it's, it's a bit shocking. I think, you know, getting over that shock is, is definitely something that, that might take a little bit of time. I talked to NAIA president Jim Carr and I asked him earlier today, I said, Hey, you know, this is not, I mean, I, I don't want to take, put this lightly, but this is really not the year that you'd want this to happen because the, the final year that the, the brackets are the way they are. And especially Kansas city, the history down there for the men, but the women with the 40th, you know, tournament and the last year in Billings, I mean, you know, again, not to take it lightly, but you really, this is not the year for this to happen. No, it's definitely, it's unfortunate, you know, it's a kind of a celebration of the end of an era, so to speak. And, you know, to not be able to celebrate it and recognize the uniqueness that the NAIA had for, you know, on the women's side, I think it's 40 years and the men's. I don't even know how long. Um, it's disappointing, but it's, you know, once again, it's, it's a decision that was made, and I think it was made, you know, uh, in the right fashion, and I think it was the right decision. Let me ask you this uh, as you're out watching classy basketball tournament in, in in Missoula, but is recruiting going to be affected as we move forward? I mean, the NCAA has come out and just a few moments yeah. ago and said all spring sports are canceled. Um, mm-hmm. And so how does that affect recruiting? And I know NAI different recruiting than NCAA, but, yeah. you know. I think you, it's going to have an impact, yeah. yeah. I, I think especially I, for the for us at the NAI level, like probably not as much because we probably do more with video and those types of things. Sure. But we do get out in the summertime and see teams. And, but at the NCAA Division One level, like it is, everything is so reliant on AAU now. It's like, oh, now you have to go back and talk to high school coaches. And <laughs> it'll be, it'll be kind of interesting to see how that transpires, but it's definitely going to change. I mean, because I would imagine, you know, looking to the April, I think the April recruiting period is coming up here in like three or four weeks. Like I can't imagine they're going to be having those big events. Yeah, I mean, we're seeing spring football games canceled. We're seeing, you know, all the mm-hmm. spring stuff canceled. The GNAC canceled its spring sports until further notice. I mean, this is just unprecedented. Um, and again, it just, I don't know if I've ever seen anything like this. Let me ask you this, as Lindsey Woolley joins us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Are you washing your hands more? Because what did people do before the last couple of months? I mean, I want to think people washed their hands, but <laughs> yeah, like, everybody's like doing it more. Right? <laughs> yeah, I, I know I'm not because I'm a pretty, especially, probably more so in the winter when, when we have basketball season. I'm yeah. probably washing more than I do in the summer when I'm on a ladder painting houses all day or whatever. But I, it's I, not for me, but I'm sure you're going to see a lot more of it. Um, and, and hopefully it, you know, hopefully it's a habit that continues because I think it's a good habitat whether we have a virus or not. Uh, you're in the Montana University system down there at UM Western. With the, the news coming out today that they're going all online courses, how does that affect campus and how does that affect the town of, of Dillon? It'll be interesting because we're actually, we're, we're on spring break right now. Um, and, and I know that our leadership group has been meeting all morning to try to figure out cause I, what they're going to do. Because when they made that, I think they said March 23rd, well, I'm pretty sure that's the Monday, like a week from Monday when MSU and U of M get done with spring break. Mm-hmm. 
So that's kind of what they were looking towards. But like for us, we're done with spring break on Monday, this coming Monday. So I don't know what our campus is going to do if they're going to, you know, go to it right away. Or I would imagine that was kind of the the idea behind that decision. So um, I think it's it's going to be different. It's going to be quiet around town, and it's obviously going to be quiet in our building. Um, and and for us, it's 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 going to be. It's going to be a little bit different because we start a new block on Monday. Right. Um, so it doesn't impact us quite as much. Like, in theory, our students at UM Western could just take the block off, and that's a month off, and then come back and do block eight and move forward if they wanted to. Gotcha. Um, well, I'm going to miss seeing you in Billings. I was actually looking forward to going down and, and not working it and just watching basketball, but uh, I guess that'll wait till next year, hopefully, in, in Sioux City or wherever it's going to be. But, um Congratulations on a successful season. Congratulations on Coach of the Year, Nod. Uh, you did a lot with a very young team that wasn't expected to do a whole lot and uh, was looking forward to watching you guys defend your championship. But appreciate you joining us, Coach. Appreciate it. Thanks, Jason. That is Lindsey Woolley joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Get a hold of uh, Mike if you, for all of your home and auto insurance needs. All of our guests join us. Each and every day on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. So there you have it from Lindsey Woolley. The defending champs won't have a chance to defend that national championship from a year ago, the first ever in the Frontier Conference. And you know what? I want you to think about something as we get ready to head to break. Yeah, it's um, it's a bummer for us as fans that we're not going to get to watch all this basketball. Think about this, and I brought this up yesterday. And Mark Cuban really did a nice job handling this last night. Think about the hourly workers, now with no paychecks. Uh, I just saw this on the Twitter. Um, Will Kunkel at uh, Fox 46, I think that's in uh, in Kansas, but said, um, just talked to an NCAA umpire slash official who will be losing $31,000 in income due to season cancellations. That's more than half his annual income. Most of these guys are teachers. He no longer has expendable money now for his son's wedding. The trickle-down effect of this is very, very real. Think about it. It is, it is just um, uh, unbelievable that what we're seeing on this day in the world, especially the United States, in sports. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, this last segment, by the way, brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. When we return, we'll check in with former Capital Bruins tennis standout, and excellent, excellent writer, covers the tennis of the pro circuit, covers figure skating as well, Olympic stuff. His name is Nick McCarville, and he joins us next here on the Jason Walker Show. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. 
Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Spring is fast approaching and summer is just around the corner. So now is the time to get those windows tinted at Auto Concepts as the sun starts to heat up. Tinting is the best way to keep the sun out of your little one's eyes driving down the road. Plus, it just looks cool. Auto Concepts is your exclusive 3M dealer for tinting as well as the best clear bras in town. Auto Concepts clear bras will not fade or yellow over time. And don't forget about suspension lifts and power steps for your rig too. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com or check them out out on Facebook. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show, presented by Helen Accommodations. The in-town five-star extended state residences. Visit HelenaAccommodations.com. And uh, I know it doesn't feel like it because we got snow last night. I got a lot of snow planned this weekend across the state. But get yourself now on the schedule at Nitro Green for all of your lawn, pest, and tree needs. NitroGreenHelena.com. Uh, give them a call, 443-5088, because um, the snow's going to melt next week. It's going to be around this weekend, and then it's going away. Speaking of going away, professional tennis. For a while, figure skating for a while, and all the college and all the pros and everything else. And the only thing still going on, Montana High School Association State Basketball Tournament. And I just it blows my mind that they're that they're playing. Um, but started with Indian Wells, and the question now is. Will we see the French Open in May? How about Wimbledon? How about the Tokyo Olympics? To join us now and to chat about all that, former Capital Bruin tennis standout and excellent, excellent writer. Love reading his stuff. His name is Nick McCarvel, and he joins us now on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. All right, man. So um, it's been a crazy last 24 to 36 <laughs> hours. You uh, were supposed to be at Indian Hills or, uh, yeah, uh, Indian Wells. Um, that's not happening. Um, initial thoughts of, as you watch all this unfold over the last, like I said, day and a half. Yeah, well, first off, Jason, thanks for having me. Um, you know, it's been strange. When you look at it from a national and international sporting perspective, I think just on Sunday evening I arrived. I'm actually still in Indian Wells about to fly out um, tomorrow, but uh, Sunday evening they canceled the tournament and there were a lot of people in Indian Wells already for it. For the big, it's one of the biggest tennis events in the world. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of confusion. The players felt like it was a, a rash decision the night before the tournament. And there's, a, you know, obviously a huge economic impact in the Palm Springs area, but the last 48, 72 hours has really proven to back up that decision. And, and 
you know, you and I were speaking before we press record. We just hope that we're kind of in the midst of something that's going to have a, a short lifespan yeah. in the sense of the sporting world. And obviously there are bigger issues at hand, right? This is about health and safety sure. and making sure that as many people who can stay healthy and safe uh, as possible can. Um, it's just kind of the weird sense that usually when we go through a big international or national moment of reckoning that sports can kind of be the, the moment or the thing to pull us all together. And it almost feels like sports is the one that's being impacted in a way, not more than anything else, but as much as everything and everyone else. Well, you know, and I've, I've likened it to 9-11 and on a much different scale, you know, don't get me wrong sure. here, but where the entire country just stopped for, you know, days and, and weeks. And, and that seems like what we're doing on the sporting world. Like you just said, we then we look to sports as a reprieve, but now we don't have that. It's, it's, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think there's a lot of, you know, different comparisons to make. And I don't think you're wrong, obviously on a different scale or in a different way than 9-11, but yeah, it's just a moment where, uh, you know, I'm in the tennis world predominantly. We've got six weeks now on hold. Um, I also do a lot of figure skating and winter and summer Olympic work. Mm-hmm. Figure skating world championships canceled next week in Montreal. And there's a lot of doubt circling around Tokyo and what's going to happen with the summer games. They're set to start in late July. But, again, I think what I said to you at the very beginning – are we in the midst of something or I hope that we're in the midst of something that has an end in sight, whether that be Jason a couple weeks or whether it be a couple months. Uh, that's obviously the hope is that it's not going to be much longer than that. But for now, it's, I think everyone, you just kind of keep calm and carry on and wash your hands as often as possible. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's exactly right. Is Nick McCarville, a former capital Bruin joined us here on the Jason Walker show. You mentioned tennis and taking a six-week reprieve, and, I mean, we're two months from the French Open getting started in Paris, and, mm-hmm. you know, Europe has been hit real hard by this this virus, and if, you know, are they going to be able to do a French Open, say, if there's no lead-up tournaments to it? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. You know, so right now the tour is on hold essentially until a month before the French. And, of course, they're going to be weighing the situation for much of the next few weeks to try to figure out. You know, again, we no one knows. You look at Italy as kind of the prime example right now of people feel as though they acted a little too late in the sense of quarantines and shutting things down. And I think that's what we're feeling now in the States as I, I consume probably too much news about <laughs> all of it. But, yeah, you're right. Uh, you look at the French Open, you look at Wimbledon, um, the tours then come back to North America before the U.S. Open. I obviously mentioned the Tokyo Olympics. Um, it's just going to have to be a wait and see, and it's going to have to be these organizers making the best, most prudent decisions. And again, you look at a, a tournament like Indian Wells, and a, a lot of people are asking, well, why didn't they just play the TV product? You know, you, you tell the 400,000 fans, don't come here. Uh, we're just going to play this for our TV rights holders, which, you know, would have saved the tournament uh, millions of dollars, right? Because mm-hmm. you look at it as an international broadcast product, but then you've got people from all over the world that are still coming together in the sense of coaches and agents and, and players and the personnel that staff these tournaments. 
and you're still at risk. Look, look what's happened with the Utah Jazz and the player that tested positive coronavirus there, and he obviously didn't mean it, but he perhaps spread the virus to a bunch of other people yeah. by touching reporters, recorders in jest. And so just all of the precaution, I think that, you know, you live in the media space, so do I, and I think that oftentimes it feels like we can, you know, hyperize the situation. We can make it feel like it's a bigger deal than it is. But I honestly truly believe with this situation, the right steps are being taken by the NBA, by the tennis bodies. You know, you're just, you're seeing now the Broadway theater industry. I have good friends from Helena that are involved in that. That's been shut down now for a month. So I just feel like, you know, proceed with caution and too much caution. I don't think that that is, um, I don't think too much is a phrase that we can use in that situation. I think it's one of those deals where you look look back in 20 years ago and, okay, we overreacted to something and instead of underreacted, and, and it took a tragic, tragic turn. Nick McCarville joining us here, Jason Walker Show, Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Okay, so before the French, doesn't – is there? There's a big clay tournament in Italy, right? Before that, right? Isn't the Italian Open or something to that effect, mm-hmm. right? Right before mm-hmm. that, obviously the whole country of Italy is on quarantine. When is that supposed to take place, and will it? Yep. So the tennis tour essentially sort of switches gears in mid-April to go to Europe. So you've got big stops in Monte Carlo, Stuttgart, Germany. And then the two big lead-ups to the French Open, to the Grand Slam that's on clay, is Madrid the first week of May, and then Italy, Italian Open, middle of May. Mm-hmm. Um, I just can't speak for any of the planners, right? I, I don't know what if they're making a contingency plan already for the Italian Open. You know, do you move it to another big venue that might be able to host a, a, all the world's top players before Roland Garros? I'm not sure. You know, those facilities are few and far between, and everyone's kind of on a holding pattern. But I think what they're going to do is they're just going to monitor the situation. But you'd think with events that big, what, we're mid-March now. Those are early mid-May. I think they've probably got to make a call within a few weeks of the event. You know, Indian Wells was all dressed up and ready to go. I watched them wheel off the flowers yesterday from center court as I was working in the media center um, with the tournament called off. So they don't want to get to that point in Italy or in Madrid. But, yeah, I think that they're going to try to wait until as close as possible to make all those decisions so that they're not impacting the local economies as much. But you're right. I mean, Italy's on extreme lockdown. I mean, essentially it's what banks and grocery stores are open there right now. But, um, yeah, they're going to have to figure out what those timelines are. But kind of the next checking in point for the sport of tennis would be about a month from now when they'll probably make that May announcement. You mentioned you're getting on a plane tomorrow, and you travel all over the world. Um, is there any concern for you personally as you move forward in covering the the sports world like you do? Um, yeah, uh, you know, like I went to Australia. I was in Australia for the entire month of January, and came back to New York in February, and. Had a flu shot. I had a flu shot every every September, October, mm-hmm. and I got a bad case of the flu in New York. It knocked me sideways for almost a week. Um, but you know, I, I think that I, I'm I'm younger. I'm healthy. I, I try to take care of my body physically, and then the ten. Everyone in the sport of tennis, because we're so global, 
it's all about you know sleeping patterns and trying to take care of yourself as much as possible. And yeah, it's it's tough. And when we face a situation like this, it's like tomorrow I'm I'll fly from Palm Springs via Seattle. Well, then it's like oh, well, Seattle's been hit so hard. But uh, you know, so am I not meant to fly through SeaTac? <laughs> you just, <laughs> I think you have to carry on with your everyday life as much as possible. And I, I think that. Um, sure, you're going to take precautions, and I, I've got um, my antibacterial gel, and, and you're washing your hands more than ever. Um, but uh, also, uh, I don't. I really hope that we're not going to reach this point of hysteria where it feels like, you know, everyone's hunkered down and, and rationing pasta, and, um, <laughs> wrestling for toilet paper in the aisles of Thriftway. Well, why, why is why is toilet paper <laughs> such a big rush? The coronavirus has nothing to do with toilet paper. It's so funny. I think it's one of those items, right, that people just grab sort of out of habit. Well, I got all this other stuff, and we got to get toilet paper. Sure. That's what, you got canned like. chili, I guess, you know. <laughs> What's the general feeling in the greater Hellenic community? Well, uh, you, you know my wife, Tori. She, uh, she, uh, you know, she was at, at Costco yesterday. She was at uh, Target and Costco again today. And there, there was like a 20-minute line this morning before Costco even opened outside to get in. Uh, toilet paper is out. Paper towels are out. Um, you know, hand sanitizer, hand lotion. It's it's hit Helena, and you know, it's like I said earlier. It's it's an overreaction, I think, but. You know, she we have you know we got a two year old almost, and it's like, well, she's gonna need stuff. Mm-hmm. Tori and I can, you know, we'll be fine, but she's gonna need food. She's gonna have to. So it's it's a different situation if you have kids and you look at it from that aspect. Yeah, yeah, certainly. You know, I have two siblings who are in the Helena area, and you know, they're worried about the kids. And um, yeah, I have coworkers here with kids in Chicago and the Palm Springs area, and everyone's just taking those cautions. And again, I just don't feel like we can do too much, you know, so you kind of find that balance between the hysteria and making sure that, you know, you're not overreacting and that we're all taking care of ourselves. And uh, I don't know. I mean, it's tough because I feel like a lot of us, you know, within the Helena community and beyond, we feel like things happen for a reason. This right now feels a little extreme, but you just wonder if we look back five or 10 years from now and say, oh, this, you know, coronavirus really made us X or if that's why, or the Z, the Z of the situation was, it's hard to see that in the moment. And so uh, I think it's at least somewhat smart to try to look at it from that perspective, too. All right, let's switch gears real quick. i got to ask you, the, because she's my all-time favorite tennis player, but the retirement of Maria Sharapova, were you shocked? No, we had been, you know, that had been, so Maria Sharapova announced her a retirement a few weeks ago um, in an essay for Vanity Fair. I think, I think, Jason, that that was uh, kind of a, a year or so coming. Um, you know, she's won five Grand Slams. She was world number one. She was obviously a breakout star when she won Wimbledon at 17 in 2004. Um, but, you know, since she had her doping suspension mm. in 2016, um, it, it just, she came back and her body was breaking down. Uh, she had, she, she had a few shoulder surgeries in her career. Her, her serve was never the same after her surgery, I think in 2009. And we just kind of watched her, you know, I know Maria pretty well. And I just watched her struggle to uh, take care of her body. You know, she's six foot one. She plays a, a physical brand of tennis. And she was always a great fighter on the court. And she still had that fight and heart 
for much of the last couple of years, but it really was a, a tough scenario where I think she wanted to kind of go out with a splash of some sort of, you know, dream run. I don't think anyone felt like she could win a slam again, but a dream run to the quarters or the semis of a major or something like that. She had a few big wins um, from the spring of 2017 through to this last year when she came back, but the body was just breaking down, you know, withdrawals and, and the struggle. And I saw one of her good friends yesterday here in Palm Springs and she just said she's so much happier now that she gets to wake up and not worry about, you know, taking care of her body and shoulder pain and, and shooting pain through her arms. And, you know, the, Maria leaves tennis with kind of a, a, um, a not tarnished legacy, but she leaves the sport with some people sort of questioning her legacy because of that doping suspension. Um, I, I will note that she, you know, for much of the time that she took the supplement that she was ultimately banned for, it wasn't a banned substance. The right. only mistake was not um, checking the ban list in 2016. That doesn't excuse uh, the behavior um, when that substance, meldonium, became banned in 2016. That said, great fighter, world number one, changed the face of women's tennis in a lot of ways um, or helps continue the change of women's tennis. And for me personally, she was someone I always appreciated dealing with as a reporter. She was honest. She was well-spoken. She took a stance on issues, which we always, uh, in the media, we appreciate when the players speak their minds. And, uh, yeah, I think that she's going to be missed. She definitely will. Um, if you get a chance, you know, I could hang a talk to her. I get a Maria Sharapova something up here in the man cave. Maybe even a picture of you with her. That would be fun. Actually, I'd love to have her come into the studio. So next time you're home, bring her with you, and we'll bring her yeah, into the man luck. cave. <laughs> Maria, Maria, the Maria exclusive was always something hard to chase. I was the USA Today um, tennis reporter for two years, and the USA Today continues to be one of the biggest newspapers in the world. Um, I never got an exclusive with Maria in those two years. Wow. So uh, best of luck for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Um, hey, man, it's, uh, it's always a great time to talk to you. I haven't talked to you since uh, what Wimbledon would have been, I guess, 2014 or 2015. Um, mm. It's nice to be on the same, you know, somewhat time zone this time as we talk. Yeah, sure. I, I've got, I've got one more question before we wrap. So, what? Sure. Uh, how are Montana sports locally and statewide handling all of this? Well, so the NAI canceled its national championships for the winter, which included Billings mm. next week for the women's tournament. Um, Big Sky Conference canceled its tournament in Boise, so the Montana State women uh, get the the vest. Get the championship. Here's the crazy thing. Montana High School state basketball tournaments, there's eight of them that started yesterday and run through Saturday. No cancellations. They're allowing fans in. Like It's business as usual for Montana High School Association, which is really, really weird when you look at everybody else from the pros to Wyoming High School canceling stuff. So it's crazy when you think about hey, we're just going to play basketball in, in Billings and Bozeman and Butte and Missoula, and, like, it's nobody's business but our own. Hmm. Yeah, well, it's a tough call. I mean, you hope that the, that the high school association doesn't look back and sort of regret those decisions. But also, you know, it's maybe the one bright spot where you can say hopefully people are, are recognizing to wash their hands and take care of their health as much as possible when they do gather in those bigger crowds. And, but yeah, those basketball teams get to finish up their season 
um, the way that they'd want to. Yeah, definitely. Um, my, my question, final question for you is everybody's, you know, the last month, wash your hands, wash your hands. What did people do before <laughs> coronavirus? <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to say from personal experience, I'm pretty good at washing my hands, but I've washed my hands more in the last, what, week or 10 days. Sure. Uh, the average has definitely uh, gone up. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man, I appreciate the time. I know you're a busy guy and you got to get going, but uh, thanks for joining us. You're welcome on the show anytime. And we still need to meet up when you're in Helena sometime. You know, I, I, I've, I golf with the folks. I see them all the time, but I don't ever get to see you. <laughs> Can't wait. Thanks, Jason. That is Nick McCarville, uh, former Capitol standout and uh, do, does great work covering um, Olympic sports. And, uh, man, it's great to get a national perspective from other sports other than basketball because, and you know, everything's been canceled. Um, but we appreciate uh, Nick joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Speaking of golf, make sure you get out to Green Meadow Country Club. I know there's snow on the ground right now and, and, and melting, but it, it, there's going to be more this weekend. It's going to go away, folks, I promise. Go out to Green Meadow Country Club. Tell them you heard or saw it on the Jason Walker Show. Get signed up and... We can golf together, okay? You and I, or the families, whatever. We can hang out. It'll be a great time. Green Meadow Country Club, it's not snobbish. It's not elite. It's everyday people like you and I. Get out there. Tell them you saw it on the Jason Walker Show and uh, and get signed up for the upcoming year. It's um, it's definitely, it's where memories are made with the family. So uh, there you go. All right, let's do On This Day in History. And that is brought to you by the Motherload Sports Bar, Casino, and Restaurant. Think about this. Sports betting went live in in Montana on Monday. What are you going to bet on now? There's no you got NASCAR this weekend. They're going to run in NASCAR in Atlanta. Nobody in the stands. <laughs> Just nobody. NASCAR's probably going to end up canceling. You can't, I, I don't see how they they continue. But on this date in history, brought to you by the Motherload. Uh, Gordy Howe retired in 1972 after 26 seasons. 1985, Larry Bird scored a then-Boston Celtic record, 60 points. Happy birthdays today, 1950. Timmy from Lassie was born. John Provost. Dale Murphy, the Atlanta Braves, uh, two-time NL MVP, born in Portland on this date, 1956. And no, he should not be in the uh, Hall of Fame. 1962, Daryl Strawberry was born. And 1987, Woody Hayes passed away, the uh, Ohio State football coach. And uh, so there you go. Um, I know we're, you know, past five, but we did it last night. We're going to do it again tonight. And really, uh, we're going to have to keep an eye on our time moving forward because we're going to get a new um, affiliate, which is going to be awesome, coming soon. So um, more places to listen, okay, and watch. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, let's see. What else? Oh, did I uh, – I wanted to make sure I hit everything. So Governor Bullock issued a state of emergency about a half hour ago. Okay? State of Montana. But there's no confirmed cases. Or is there? Working on confirmation, I'm told in the state of Montana there is a confirmed case. I'm working on that to confirm that. A uh, person is in quarantine. Apparently, it is a four-part test, and this person has tested positive for two of the four, waiting for the other two. So, with the state of emergency declared, 
Does that mean MHSA will finally do the right thing and cancel the state basketball tournaments? Look, I get it. I love basketball. I love this time of year. MHSA has to do the right thing now, right? You got the governor involved. He issued a state of emergency with no confirmed cases. It's asinine that this is still happening, that they're still playing basketball right now in Missoula, Bozeman, Butte, and 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 uh, Billings. The governor's issued a state of emergency. They issued a state of emergency in Kansas City. The city of Kansas City, mayor ordered a, a and he's a great guy, ordered a state of emergency today. So, and obviously everything else got canceled. Montana now under a state of emergency with no confirmed cases. Cancel the damn basketball tournaments. You're putting people at risk. All right, I digress. I wanted to throw that out there. What else did I see today? Oh, how about this? This is why, okay? This is why you cancel the tournaments now. They shouldn't have even started yesterday or today. Here's why. The Colonial Athletic Association has been made aware that a game official who worked at the 2020 CAA Men's Basketball Championship has tested positive for the coronavirus. Now, this was in Virginia. The official did not exhibit symptoms of the virus until 72 hours after the game he worked. But obviously, out of an abundance of caution, the conference has made the involved institutions and tournament personnel aware of the situation so they can take proper precautionary measures. This happened in Virginia... An official, a basketball official, has tested positive for coronavirus. He worked the game. And yet, here in Montana, screw it. Let's just play some basketball. We're now under a state of emergency in the state of Montana. But basketball games have just tipped off even more. Billings West, girls, and Glacier just got underway in Bozeman. Will they play tomorrow? Do the right thing. Cancel the damn tournaments. Come on. All right. Let's, uh, let's wrap this up. I could talk about this forever. And we could keep going on the, on the Jason Walker show here. I mean, if you want to, let me know. Let's just, let's just roll it. Why not? Um, wow. Okay. Jason Walker show sponsored in part by, I get fired up sometimes, especially with just, Idiotic decisions. Uh, Jason Walker Show is brought to you in part by Manscaped. And I want to tell you, do you need to do this. Speaking of doing the right thing, get Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com, enter the code WALKER20, get 20% off and free shipping. Get the lawnmower 3.0. It is amazing, okay? Uh, improved skin-safe technology, quiet stroke technology, 7,000 RPM motor. LED light, which illuminates grooming areas um, to give you a better shave. More precise. Battery will last up to 90 minutes. Get 20% off free shipping. Use the code WALKER20 at manscaped.com. That is W-A-L-K-E-R-2-0 at manscaped.com. And, man, now I'm really fired up. It had the state of emergency been declared before we came on the air at 4 o'clock? Wow. We're just going to keep going, though. 
no, we won't. We'll, we'll go ahead and wrap things up. Special thanks to NAI President Jim Carr for joining us. UM Western women's coach Lindsey Woolley joined us, and the defending champs will not get a chance to defend their title. Nick McCarvel, that was a, a great perspective from a national writer who does unbelievable work uh, with the Olympic sports of uh, figure skating and, of course, tennis. Are we going to have no French Open? Are we going to have Wimbledon? Are we going to have the Tokyo Olympics? That's on the that's on the world stage. Locally, where do we go? Tomorrow on the show, we're going to talk with Mike Safford. He is the athletic director. No, he's not. He's a sports information director at um, the College of Idaho. College of Idaho men, ranked number one in the country, had a great chance to win the D2 NAI National Championship. And, of course, they won't get a chance now because it was canceled along with everything else. We're going to talk to Mike Safford tomorrow. Also, Wes Keller, the Rocky coach, will join us. Rocky women's coach. They were a seven seed getting set to play at home next week, and now they're done. We'll get his perspective as well. Um, hope you had a great Thursday. And, and again, follow along on Twitter at Sports. We'll keep you informed. You can uh, tweet us, Facebook us. Go to jasonwalkershow.com at any time. And rewatch this if you missed anything and want to hear it again, or want to hear it again, or uh, missed it and want to catch it for the first time. JasonWalkerShow.com. Appreciate everybody for uh, joining us. Oh, it's not going to stop. Keep an eye on it. Does MHSA finally cancel now that we have a state of emergency declared by Governor Steve Bullock? My guess? Probably not. We'll see you tomorrow. Have yourself a terrific Thursday. We'll do it again Friday the 13th. What a crazy week. We had a full moon, too, this week. See you tomorrow, Jason Walker Show. Have yourself a fantastic Thursday. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.